Thank you guys for listening to the Great Effing Spiritual Awakening Podcast. This podcast is a beacon of lighthearted content for anyone at any stage of their spiritual ascension. If you appreciate this podcast, please feel free to subscribe, rate, and review on whatever platform that you listen. Hello? Is, is anyone there? Somebody, help me, please. Okay, this is actually not so bad. Hey, what's going on, y'all? What's happening? What's happening? Welcome back. Welcome back to the great effing Spiritual Awakening Podcast. My name is Brandon Anderson. And man, I'm so, I'm so grateful. I'm so appreciative that you guys are holding your focus here. I know, look, I ain't always happy. I'm not always in the best mood, but damn it, I am grateful and I appreciate you guys time is your most valuable asset and i'm telling you man you get to choose the thoughts you have with your time you get to choose the actions you get to choose your intentions and the things you want to do in your life and i hope that you guys are choosing things that are going to benefit you that are going to build you up that are that are going to give you discipline that are going to help you be able to to grow and you know that's all i want for you guys and if you appreciate this content, please feel free to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, whatever platform you listen, you can probably find GFSA. And also be sure to share with your family, friends, dogs, cats, squirrels, whoever you feel may benefit from this content. Um, you just never know who might, who might need something. So recently, uh, there was a new moon about a week or so ago, um, as well as all of the planets are stationed direct, and there's no retrograde for a couple months, which I think a lot of people will appreciate that. Um, and it's the beginning of Aquarius season. So a lot of these circumstances can affect our energy and our emotion in a lot of different ways. My wife, for instance, she is a Taurus. And honestly, I'd like to hear from, if there's any other Taurus that are listening to this podcast, I'd like to hear from you guys. And, you know, see how things have been for you in the last couple weeks, uh, just for our own little personal research. But for her, things have been very chaotic. Um, she's can get e easily irritated and she's just a little more emotional, which usually with the new moon, uh, when the new moon comes around, that's kind of kind of what goes on with her anyway. For me as a cancer, I felt balanced I felt motivated. I felt a little more peace and just more empathy and more appreciation. Uh, all those qualities that I I feel like embody a cancer, I kind of felt them a lot more. Um, I also have been having some very clear and very vivid and detailed dreams, which I don't dream very often. But these three different dreams that I've had recently have inspired me to just dive into them more and study them more and just I want to understand the meaning behind them. So I just want to share that with you guys. I want to share my dreams with you as well as, you know, this process for interpretation that I learned um, by psychotherapist Robert Johnson. I just you guys know I love researching things and implementing them into my life and hopefully they help you guys. So 
just hang tight, man. I, I really, if you're into dreams, if you're you're having these dreams, you don't know what they mean. I just, I want to share this process that I learned and just talk about some of the things that, that uh, I've learned from my own interpretation. All right, guys. So if you have listened to GFSA long enough, you've probably heard me mention the name Carl Jung, uh, spelled J-U-N-G. Um, you've probably researched it in your own studies, but Carl Jung was a Swiss psychiatrist and psychoanalyst. And he's mostly known for his theories about um, the human unconscious and that we all share this collective unconsciousness. He also felt that dreams were very important as dreams are the psyche's attempt to communicate important information to a person. And he also believed that dreams are important because they help develop your personality, right? So I never really paid attention to the meaning of my dreams until I went through my spiritual awakening. And I feel like when I did dream, it was louder, it was way more vivid, and I would remember more details. And I can't tell you whether it's source energy, whether it's spirit guides, like, you know, your higher selves, or just our our minds creating these images during sleep, but I feel that they do have a purpose. And I just want to share a couple of my own dreams and the way that I interpret them with what's going on in my life. So uh, about a couple weeks ago, I dreamt that I was getting ready to board a plane to Paris with a group of students, right? And I don't know, <laughs> I have no idea what the hell we were studying, um, but we met at this big brick two-story school, and we were all ready to go, and the one caveat was that we had to bring our own sleeping bag. And if you didn't bring your own sleeping bag, you weren't allowed to board the plane. You weren't allowed to go on this trip. And of course, someone stole my sleeping bag. And, and um, so I'm running around and I'm looking and I can't find it. And no one has a spare that they can let me use. So I spent the rest of the dream just chaotically searching until, you know, I woke up in a sweat <laughs> and my heart was racing. And, you know, I was so confused by what happened in this dream but funny enough a few days later I had a dream where I lost my backpack for school and I wasn't able to participate in my classes because these backpacks were a necessity I guess and uh, again I was frantically searching and just looking for it now I, I do want you guys to know that I don't I don't use dream interpretation booklets or dictionaries because I feel like each of our our own dreams are specifically designed for each of our psyches. So for this dream, I'm not going to get into super detail, but I have had a lot of, not a lot, but a few experiences recently, uh, one with the job, one with the creative opportunity where you do all this work and you're prepared and then you get there and then it just gets, you know, snatched away or you don't get that opportunity. And so... I don't know if this dream was just magnifying that or what. I'm not really sure, but it, it is very accurate when it comes to what is happening in my daily life. So so that experience of, of almost getting there and just, you know, losing something, it was very similar. And it, it very it really reminded me of what was going on with some of these ventures that I've tried to accomplish in my recent life. Now, this next dream is the one that really kind of kind of blew me away. Um, it just spoke to me loud and clear. This was about four nights ago, four or five nights ago. So in this dream, my wife, Cassie and I, we were staying at this, 
beautiful Airbnb. It was on this beautiful farm with beautiful green grass, big rolling plains. I don't know, maybe somewhere in the the Blue Ridge Mountains or or like upstate New York. Just just beautiful property. And one morning, we woke up on our gorgeous lakes or a uh, creekside cabin and we were just surrounded by all the property workers and we were like what the hell and they were all armed we saw guns in their holsters and on their backs and they told us that we couldn't leave so we were told to clean we were told to do yard work to help organize and move things but we were never threatened by them you know we, we were never held at gunpoint which I kind of recognized as odd in the dream and for the remainder of this dream, we help these workers. And, you know, it's really important to note that we were left alone at times on this property. So when I woke up, I just knew, I knew exactly what this dream was telling me. In reference to the dream, my freedom was right there. With us, you know, being forced to do this work and our freedom was right there. When we were alone, you know, whether it was mowing the lawn or doing laundry, all we had to do was run into the woods and never look back, right? We had the opportunity to do that. And it was almost like a slap in the face, really, because we weren't physically threatened. Like, nobody was threatening us and saying they were going to hurt us or do anything like that. And just like the other dream, I feel like this one represents my life, my recent life, because... More freedom is is something that I think a lot of us want, more ability to be fluid. And, you know, that's something that I want for myself. That's something I want for my family. Just freedom and more peace, which are, are somewhat similar in my eyes. But I feel that I've had opportunities to get what I want in certain situations or, you know, have a little more freedom. But I don't always notice those opportunities because it looks scary right? For instance, you may want to quit your job to pursue something or switch jobs. And we've been conditioned to fear that change because it's different, you know, and it may impact us financially or, you know, socially or whatever. Those workers in that dream holding the guns, they're that same type of fear because they look scary, right? They looked intimidating and big, but they didn't kill us. It didn't. It's not going to kill you to 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 go for the things you want and seek that freedom. For me, you know, when when you're clouded with fear, you don't notice the opportunities around you because you're so engulfed in surviving, right? Doing the same thing over and over because you feel that it's safe to do that. And you don't, you know, our bodies are so used to comfort and seeking comfort in our minds as well and you don't want to go out and and make those big changes because you're afraid well for me at least and but if you just step back if you can just observe what's going on around you you'll notice those opportunities so that was just that was how I interpreted those dreams and based on the things that are going on in my life and for anybody else who's kind of you know, wondering what their dreams mean or what's going on. I wanted to share something with, you know, any of you guys that are inspired to to interpret your own dreams, okay? And and like I said, I don't use dream booklets. I don't use uh, interpretation books because I feel like we each have our own signs. We each have our own uh, experiences and, and things that we connect to. 
And so, you know, it's not fair that someone makes a book on something that connects to them, but it doesn't connect to you. So it's important to write down your dreams, your signs, like all those little things that you you resonate with and connect with. So you have like a, a little, you know, booklet to go back and draw from. Psychotherapist Robert Johnson wrote the book, Inner Work, Using Dreams and Active Imagination for Personal Growth. And in this book, he mentions five steps to interpreting your dreams, okay? And I want to share those five steps with, with anybody who who wants to, to dive a little deeper into this. So step one is to write the dream in detail, all right? So it's it's just, that's kind of obvious. If you want to interpret a dream, you have to write as much as you can about it. Um, every detail, where you were, the setting, your emotions, the people that were in the dream, you know, anything that you noticed that was was important. So obviously that's that's uh, the number one thing is to write the dream in detail. Um, number two is to make associations. So how I took this, it, the way that I can describe it to you guys is in that first dream when I was in school, school usually gave me a lot of anxiety and I felt a lot of chaotic energy. So I was good in school, but I just feel that when I was going to school, I was super nervous. And when I was walking through class, like, man, it just it was just nerve wracking. So I noticed that emotion. And to me, that was that was a very important association that actually connected later on to the chaos that, you know, when I was looking for my bag and I was looking for my my backpack in the school. So make associations you know, whether it be emotionally or physically in the dream to what's going on in your real life. Number three is to connect the dream's images to what's happening internally. Um, dreams are about your internal world. They're not about what's really going on outside of you. They're about your thoughts and what you're thinking and your experiences uh, internally. For instance, in my situation, those workers that were, you know, that had the guns that wasn't, weren't holding us up at gunpoint. Uh, they represented the fear that clouded the leap of faith that I needed to take for, for my freedom, right? Because I had the opportunity in that dream to just walk away. Like there were plenty of times where I know in this dream where my wife and I were alone, we were right by the tree line in the woods and all we had to do was just leave. It was really <laughs> like no big deal. We just had to take that leap and walk away. And number four, step four to, uh, step four of interpreting your dreams is to actually interpret the dream. So basically you've done that by this time, you've understood what the emotions that you felt, the surroundings that you've, you've seen, the experience that you've gone through in this dream and how it's, uh, related to your waking life. And normally when I have dreams you know it has to be something that's vivid that makes me feel something strong you know when I wake up um, I've had dreams about all kinds of crazy stuff but it's only the ones that resonate with me those are the ones that I kind of dive into and try to interpret on my own but yeah step four is interpreting the dream um, based on your life your experiences not some dream book or interpretation book And, and you know what I'll be honest if you need one of those, if it helps you feel more comfortable in, in interpreting your dream or understanding uh, 
what you're thinking, what you're feeling, that's fine. That's totally fine. Um, but for me, I, I think that I have to rely on my own intuition and understanding to to just understand my life in general. So, and I, you know, obviously, I want you guys to know I'm no expert in any of these things. But what I do is research, and and I think it's not hard to to research things and and understand how to how to apply them in your daily life. So I just want to let you guys know that. Okay, number five, the fifth step to interpreting your dreams is to do a ritual to make the dream concrete. So after you interpret the dream, you honor it by doing something physical. Um, when you're able to do something physical, you know, a physical action, it helps to integrate this dream into your conscious and your waking life. So for me, when it came to the dream about the workers holding us hostage, um, I, I just thought that was very important where in my life the opportunities where I have to to have a little freedom and do some of the things that I want to do, it's important to take those, those opportunities. So the the next day I was like, man, you know what, when I leave work, I'm going to go and go swim at the Springs and just ride my unicycle and grab a coffee. And usually I feel a little guilty because, and I was talking to my wife about this, because when I'm done with work, I want to rush home. My son's probably got home a little bit before I get off work. Um, my father-in-law, he's been at home all day by himself, just kind of sitting in the bed. And, and so my first thing is I want to leave work. I want to go home and interact with my family. And I feel like it's important, especially for my father-in-law to, 